All right. Oh, man. Okay. So this episode, Kai. Hello. Hi. What's going on, Tara? Well, I feel like I've been rushing like a crazy person you the have whole been. day. Like I woke up late, rush, rush, organising, things don't work. There's your problem. You've got to set your alarm for six, not not set it at all and just sleep it and sleep and sleep. That's why I'm always tired at night, Tamara, because of the fact that I actually wake up. Don't look at me like that. I wake up early and you wake up late. There's two to three hours difference there in the working day. Yeah, but I like being a night person. <sighs> okay. So I like staying up. I don't want to miss out we'll on things that we'll are happening in the world. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on. Night person, that's right. Oh, let's go watch The Bachelor again. Oh, how good is it? It's The Bachelorette PS. Ooh, it's pretty good. It's actually got me sucked in. Yeah, I know. As if you sit there watching it with me. You I love know. it. And we talk about the guys that Kai would choose. <laughs> you ask me those questions. and Make actually, you choose. to be totally honest with you, in this episode, I probably wouldn't choose any of them. Oh, in this season, you're mm. confusing people about the podcast episode. And oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, in this season of The Bachelorette. I should get one of them on here. Oh, give it a crack. <gasps> get Tim. Which one? Tim. Who's Tim? Tim with the lips. Oh, he's got the big lips, big rubber lips. Yeah. I can't now because we just said that. Oh, yeah. Get someone else. Oh, yeah, I'll choose someone. Oh, get- how exciting. I'm going to go do on. it. Okay. Go on. Give it a red hot crack. So, we're digressing massively because yep. this particular episode is about stressing out Ooh. and how we need to be better with our bodies and our minds and have a bit of mindfulness and just slow slow the heck down. Better with your mind and your and your and your body being Treat in us. like what health health wise eating hot wise or fitness wise or well what? I speak to Kelly Hansen who is a naturopath. <sighs> oh, she should have a look at my eyes and tell me if they're too yellow or not. Maybe or is that iridology? No, but she probably would know. Yeah, you're right because the whole point, the whole premise is that your body. It gives you telltale signs about you know your stress levels. So anything that's going on with your body comes from your from your mind, like stress or whatever or trauma. I'm sure it comes well, out in that kind of way. You so know. So what happens if I walk up three sets of stairs? So one, two, three, and I'm puffed. Yeah. Does that tell me I'm unfit? Well, I think you don't really need a, nat- a naturopath to do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yeah, that's, no, that's true. It's like my friend today, he came in, he goes, look, I stubbed my toe and had this big, dirty black toe. And I'm like, ooh, that doesn't just look like any old stubborn. That looks like it could be broken. And he was freaking out. Like, and I said, what are you? What were you doing? He goes, walking around the house. <laughs> he wasn't even running. Oh, really? And <laughs> he might have that? broken his toe. Well, I don't know. But he was scared to go to the doctor. Grown man, scared to go and get it checked out. What he was scared that he was going to tell him that. Oh, sorry, mate, your toe's broken. Yeah, I don't think you can do anything about a broken toe anyway, can well, you? That's what we were saying. Unless it's like cockeyed, like <laughs> hanging to the left, and it might need to be reset or surgery. I think he's probably was a bit scared. Ooh, Whoa. most blokes are. Yeah. Shout out, Josh, with your toe. Hope it's okay. Hey, Josh, good yeah. luck with your toe. Dirty toe, dirty was toe. Di- was it the big dirty toe? <laughs> no, it was the little. It was the one next to the big toe? Hey, can I ask a question? I'm just in thongs myself because yep. beautiful hot Adelaide oh, day hot, today, sexy right? Day. It's very sexy. Why, when you look down at your toes, you always get a bit of dirt? In between the in in the big toe and just on either side. Oh, in the little wick area. Yeah, the cuticle. Uh, the side just, of the cuticle. What do you call this bit, Tamara? Here, this bit there, yeah, that bit, um, and that bit. Always get a little bit of dirt in there. Yeah. Or like, toe, I'd call, is, that toe, uh, think, is that toe jam? Is I that think where the toe technical jam? term is the side 
Oh, the side nail. <laughs> I don't know. The east what and is west. That called? The east and west. <laughs> Why do you, I don't get Dan in there? I like to call it the six and three o'clock. I've always got it. What? Always got it. The six and sorry, the uh, the three and nine o'clock part of the big toe. <laughs> <laughs> Are you working numbers? Yeah, well, it's an you engineering draw, if you way of looking at it. Clock, if you drew a clock on your um, toenail, that's where it'd be po- pointing. That's if, foul. If the center. Now I can't stop looking at your toe. I well, it's I don't necessarily get that, but maybe because you wear socks and the bits of fluff get stuck in there, like your belly button. Oh, but if you pick it out with like a oh, um, what do you call it? Not scissors because they're too sharp, but like a nail file, one yeah. of those ones with the oh, little satisfying. Yeah, and you smell it, and you smell pong. That's disgusting. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm right. cutting you off there. It's not a smell. That's foul. It's not, it's not a smell cast. It's fine. It's a podcast. Ooh. So no one can smell. Oh, but still <laughs> talking about it. You people are imagining. The dirty the, little bit. The smell. No one needs that. Okay. Come on. Sorry about that. That is. Don't wrong. cut that out. But how bad's belly button smell? <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang not on. mine. So, and I'm not sure. I've tried heaps of times to get belly button smell out of my belly button. Never, ever. Never. Probably ever. because you've got enough fluff in there to absorb all of the, <laughs> the like moisture. A cotton, like a cotton wool bud. But I think. I mean. If you're at home now, stick your finger in your belly button, do the belly button test, do the navel test because I reckon it all depends on the depth of the belly button. If you've got quite a deep one, but it might it's going to be sweating up a storm in there. If, so, you're, if, you're talking to, if you're talking to Kelly, maybe there's a symptom and you might be sick somewhere else. Maybe I should ask her about that. you a belly button. Yeah, maybe. She, to- knows, she might know all of the answers to like these things. In the, if you've got dirt in the, uh, what, uh, east, and the west. east and west side of your toes, <laughs> maybe maybe it's telling me that I've got something wrong with me. Maybe you do. Maybe yellow eyes apparently say oh, that you've got bad. I don't think that's good. They that's kidneys. A, a, that's kidney. But problem. didn't the doctor say you're okay? Oh, there's no big problem. Yeah, you, you got it checked. There's a difference between a doctor and a naturopath. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that the GP told you it was no issue, and I'm like, well, clearly there's an issue. You don't walk around with not that you've got yellow eyes, but you know, a bit of a tint in the white of the eye. I do have a tint, and in maybe the egg I, white, maybe, maybe <laughs> technical in name. the uh, in the three and six o'clock of my eye. Yeah, okay, <laughs> three and nine o'clock. Yeah, sorry. but I think a naturopath would like Kelly has a few good points about that. Actually, if you have a listen about what a GP will tell you, I you know what I'd love to have another chat with Kelly because you I've have been to doing pay that. Her. Oh man, okay, well, that's okay, okay. Sorry, no, that's right. I'll swap her. I'll swap her something. Okay, I'll do the tra- the barter. Some belly button fluff. <laughs> yeah, no nah, barter. I'll barter a carton of beer or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. Does she drink beer? Because Probably she's- not because no. she's a naturopath. Okay, so anyway, long story short is I've been to a naturopath before and I got absolutely stitched up and like it cost me literally three four hundred dollars to go to this naturopath and I go back there three or four times and he never fixed me up. Well, you know, it's like anything, Kai. There are good and bad yeah, people true. in every industry. So true. you might have just stumbled across someone who was, a, you know. A little bit shit. A little bit crap. But did you just go once or did you go no, a couple I went of times? three or four times. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes, oh, you've got to talk to my wife because uh, she will give you a um, diagnosis mentally. So you, you end up having to talk to her as well. Mm. And he charged her out for, as an hourly rate of like 150 bucks an hour or something well, like that. Well, that sounds like you got stitched up. I know. So, I'm hesitant a, to go that's back. That's a bit of a hoax. But I think, yeah, well, that can be the thing, right? You have one bad experience and then that's it just correct. sours the whole the whole thing for you, doesn't it, really? That's you don't right. really and want you to go repeat. F- hocus pocus naturopath. <sighs> well, I think Kelly clears up a few of those myths. Does she? Oh, I yeah. can't wait. Yep. And she'll, she'll kind of go into what it is exactly because I think – you know, people get confused about what that is, don't they, when it comes to natural health? Yeah, you know? look, it's 
Does she does she say moderation a lot? Moderation. It's all in she moderation. She said it once. Okay, because that's what it's all about, right? Which we all moderation. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Is it about moderation? No. M- moderation. Sometimes. Depends. I'm doing really well, aren't I? You're doing really well. You're moderating, moderating your alcohol intake big time. I am. Well done. Once a week on yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, good on you. So good. And we bought those fake beers yeah. that I had. They're probably just as bad because they've and got heaps more sugar in well, them. Well, we did. We tried to compare on the back how many carbs and how all this stuff were in it. <laughs> and you were drinking the real thing and I'm drinking the, the fake beer. Turns out mine had heaps. I'm like, oh, yeah, yours is probably worse because it has heaps more um, sugar in it. Nah. Mine actually turned out to have more carbs, like a soft drink, basically, mm. wasn't it? I think, is, is it worse right. to have a can of Coke at night or a beer at night? Oh, ask Kelly that. different can reasons. Ask Kelly that? Well, one's got caffeine, so it's going to keep you awake. One's got alcohol, which also can keep you awake. Yep. You think it will make you tired, but technically you have a really crap sleep. No, that's right. Yeah, right. you do. When I drink heavily, I have a really shit sleep. You do, yeah. Yeah, yeah even though you fall asleep quicker. Yeah. And we all know that. Yep. Okay, that's let's not talk do. about that. Okay. Let's ask you, ask you a question. What? When are we doing our next jingle? And when I say we, we, I mean we. You when me. are we? Are we when doing? the craziness in our lives subsides. Okay, slightly. no jingles for now. Well, do they take a lot of effort? Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not the so much the writing of the jingle. I just let you know. It's actually the editing of it and the putting it together. Right. The post production. Post production of, of it. The jingle. Yeah. Right. So. It's why people charge money for it, Tamara. Well, yeah, for both. Yeah. Not, not everyone can write something, can they? No. You, yeah. you're so you've got to do writer. both. Mm. All right. I'm looking forward to getting my um, little voice out again. Okay. Do All do, right. Do, well, maybe do. we could do a rap or something. Oh, rap. I love raps. Oh, you're so good at them. <laughs> <laughs> why, do you not, why did you talk through your teeth just then and not even move your lips? Because I was scared. <laughs> I'll do a rap for them. Okay. I'll do a rap for everyone. Why don't you do one now to introduce oh, Kelly yeah. to this episode of The Guilt Trip? Okay, go. go something like this. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, yeah. Is that good? Was that it? Yeah. Where was the rap part? The let me let me help you again. We've done this before, but let me just help. Okay, I'll do the little beat, which is also not very good, but we'll give it a shot. Ready? My name is Kelly, and I'm going to come and talk to you on my podcast. No, okay. I love how you're not even in time. You're putting <laughs> me off with my puppetures. <laughs> okay, let's not do that. Okay. I'm better Can I at keep shit that songs. In there? I'm you... better at shit songs. <laughs> okay, you are pretty terrible. On yep. that note, let's have a listen to the podcast with Kelly. We find the defendant. We find the defendant. The guilt trip. Net cracking. Do you see a chiropractor at all? Are you a chiro person? I, yeah. Well, I have been seeing a chiropractor recently, Ooh. but generally speaking, not really. Like I would maybe go once a year just to kind of get everything realigned, in, realigned, and feel like you know do you, I'm, do you I'm get, on track. Do you get the neck thing yeah. done? Oh, that scares me. Yeah, you see, me too. Ooh. Like I do, just kind of lay there and go, oh, goodness, okay. But, but it's feel, always fine. All right, always okay. Because I feel like I'd tense up and then I'd work against them and I'd break my own neck or something. <laughs> like they're just going to – the worst thing that would never ha- – oh, it never happens. Crap, it happened. Like that had happened to me. But no. Yeah. Anyway. So I think it's good to go and just, you know, yeah. 
Really? Make sure that everything's where it's it's supposed to be. But I probably don't go. Yeah. Don't feel like I need to go all the time. All the time. Kelly, thank you for coming on The Guilt Trip. Thanks for having me. From Inner Vitality, which we'll talk about later, which is your sure. business. But first of all, I want to address the bottle that's sitting there, the bottle of what looks like urine on <laughs> my coffee like urine. table. <laughs> what? What is is there something special in that? There is something special in that. Apart from ammonium, um, or whatever you want to call it. So, <laughs> as a part of being a naturopath, is that that I've studied uh, herbal medicine, and so I use them personally all the time myself. You know, I thought I might be a little bit nervous about doing this with you today. No. So no, I feel oh, totally comfortable okay, now good, that I'm here. You've God. made me feel very at home. Good. But I did just pop. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say, this is um, marijuana water to chill me out. I've I've invented it. No, sorry, continue. Maybe it's the naturopath's chill out version. I don't know, but... Must be. It's, um, I've I've got passion flower um, in there today. Passion flower? Yeah. I don't think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a great, you can get it as a tea. And it's really good for anxiety and it really just, works. Just, yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Needing to relax, sleep. You know, if people have trouble sleeping or winding down. Does it work? Is it great? Is it an instant thing only because I sometimes find with some things that I have that's more herbal based, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, is it really working or do I need to take it for a longer period of time for it to sort of kick in? Yeah. So some of them will have an immediate response and others you do need to like build it up in your in your system but it would also come down to dose sure so you need to pack that baby full of some passion flowers (laughs) you need the passion flowers floating i'm taking a photo of that later passion flower people hashtag passion flower anyway kelly (laughs) thanks for being here because i want to talk to you about health and wellness because that's your that's your jam it is so my jam it's what you do it's your passion (laughs) and you've got a really interesting story that goes with it but first of all talking about You've just okay. We're going to talk about is it naturopathy or naturopathy? I never know. What is it? Naturopathy. Naturopathy. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel know, like a dick when I say naturopathy. Tricky, it is such a tricky word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But naturopathy. And you've just come back from a conference in Queensland to learn some special things. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I have no idea. So <laughs> tell me. Tell us. Well, it, it was quite a unique thing that I was there for. So it was basically like an intensive training program in a technique that's called naturopathic emotional release technique Ooh, sounds good. and it basically uses it's a really unique combination of muscle testing Chinese meridian points and emotional freedom technique which if people might think it's so sort of like a combination of uh, like kinesiology Theology. tapping and Chinese medicine if that right. makes sense. And basically my reason for going there, just through my clinical practice, like I find that people's medical problems are multifaceted. So, yes, there's absolutely the the physiological part of it. Um, you know, there might be nutrient deficiencies or, you know, or disease processes that are happening. And you do need to, you know, obviously address that with, say, supplements or diet and lifestyle changes. Mm. But... I've often found or I can tell when I'm talking to someone that there's a really big emotional component and to their illness so to their illness saying yeah. the emotional is connected to the why you've got these physical issues yeah or even um, as blocks to wellness 
one where that comes up a lot is probably weight loss. Right. That there'll be blocks that people, and often people aren't even aware that you would have them. Are you looking at me now and can you see this? When you say you can see it, do you look at someone and go, I can see they've got a giant hamburger, invisible hamburger in front of their eyes and they want to eat it? Like what's – or you mean when you actually go through the whole process of yeah. assessing them? Yeah, absolutely, okay. because a lot of them come from childhood and you've probably blocked them out. Amazing. So it's all – so what this is doing is it's accessing your subconscious and – and then I go through a technique which will basically release that stress off of your nervous system. Brilliant. Yeah, it's mm. really quite amazing. And what I love about it is that it can be done on anyone of any age mm-hmm. and you don't have to tell me anything. Brilliant. The body yeah, tells you. The body will tell me anyway and we can still, we call it integrating. So we can still integrate it. So basically releasing that stress yeah. um, off of your body. So it's not like, um, I guess, psychology or counselling. You don't have to come in and, and tell me, you know, the traumas of your life. We can, yeah. can still do work. Yeah, right. Be beneficial. Yeah. Whoa, I'm getting excited. I'm like, the next thing I want to do is try it yeah. out. It is similar, like, because my sister's a kinesiologist, so I get oh. this whole. Well, I sort of don't get it, but she does stuff, and I'm like, I get the whole, at least the emotional connection to the yeah. physicality. And I yeah. think it's becoming a bit more well known and appreciated uh, now. This whole like mind body connection. That there's a science to it. It's that not just like, absolutely, Yeah, there's absolutely a science to it and that our thoughts really can present in a physical form. Yeah. And I think on the, you know, a positive flip side of that is, you know, how many stories have you heard of people who have been told that, you know, they'll never walk again or, you know, mm. they've had a cancer diagnosis and been told it's terminal. Mm. But, but in their mind they're like... There's no way this is going to beat me. I'm going to, to beat you know, it. I'm yeah. going to walk again. I'm going to be well. Mm. And they are. I thought we were going to say, and <laughs> sadly, they don't walk. No. <laughs> Just I know what you mean. It's mind Let's over matter. <laughs> yeah, it was a positive one. She's not saying that. That was me, everyone. Okay. But looking at, because I was a bit like, okay, a lot of people, when you talk about naturopathy, like, oh, I don't really, what is that? I don't know. Is there a simple way of kind of not summing it up because I feel like it's quite complex, but is there a simple way of kind of describing what it is for people at home? Well, I think the reason why it is so confusing is because every naturopath probably offers something slightly different right okay you know it's we, not just one all, thing yeah so we've for those of us that have been degree trained degree qualified yeah so you know you've done all of your physiology and anatomy and pathology and you know all of those sorts of things but then it, it's really up to sort of what you branch off to do so pretty much every naturopath has probably been very well trained in regards to diet nutrition and uh, herbal medicines yes right and then all these other things like this naturopathic emotional release technique for example that would be something that maybe I would offer that another naturopath wouldn't right it's added to your bag of chips some might really do a lot of homeopathy or something like that Mm. so we we all would vary so it's about finding like researching and finding the person that would suit you based on what they do yes or just coming to kelly (laughs) just Just email (laughs) kelly at inner vitality uh 
having a look, look at your website. Okay, so this is what I found interesting. The processes that you, I don't know, you call them processes. Mm-hmm. You've written pathology, world-leading functional medicine testing and clinical diagnostics to investigate the root cause of ill health. So when you're looking at pathology, you're talking blood. Is that correct? Yes. Blood testing? Yeah, basically body fluids. So pathology technically applies to, or it could be body tissues, like that could be biopsies, pap smears. Um, Gotta love the smears. Love the smears. <laughs> um, <laughs> so fun. So fun. And yeah, and then obviously the, the blood tests. So the blood tests is, I don't do biopsies, just to clarify. No, so. not, not cutting people up and <laughs> scraping their bits. That's oh. not for me. No. Uh, Can so, you imagine those doctors who do that? Who oh. have to do that when they just don't put gloves on? And, and they like scratch <laughs> weird fungal things in the doctor. You're like, why are you touching that? I don't even want to touch it. Not yeah, that, saying that's a real referral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't, don't be I don't, doing that. I'm not going to be doing that. No, yeah. uh, but I do no. definitely use a lot of blood tests. Yeah. Maybe what people don't know about pathology is that those reference ranges are actually based on a, an ill population. So Oh, they're not testing that I have a yeah, control. So it's the, it's the average of an, of an ill population. Oh. So as a naturopath, I often will want your levels to be outside of that. Right. Because I'm always going for optimal or preventative. Do right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because often by the time that you are within that range, well, you're talking, you either have diabetes, for example. Yes, I want to get in before that. Preventative, like you said. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, I think. And I think, but we're going into this whole era of preventative slowly, do you think? Like we're all kind of, okay, I'm not feeling great. Let's nip this in the bud now or let's start this, not treatments, but, you know, being healthy, people are doing more yoga, being more mindful. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a. I think there's been a, a really big shift. Yeah. Towards that, like like globally, um, that's happening everywhere. But I, I think because conventional medicine has sort of been, you know, the go-to for so long. But unfortunately, with medications, there's often so many side effects, and then, mm-hmm. you know, if you if when you're starting to take like multiple medications, well, you know, they might interact. Those side effects are gonna compound and I think people just feel quite average quite often you know when they're in that situation so prevention's best definitely prevention go for prevention except I've just quit the gym so I feel like I'm not preventing much but I'm just done with it it's like to if if something's stressful to do why do it right do you know what like that's really really true um, Just tell me why. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will. I, I, will. Um, I mean, look. Normally, I, I am. You know, I think. Well, I think some form of exercise is, yes. is important. Does mm. that need to be the gym? Not necessarily. And I think for some people, if if you're already really stressed, like if you're really busy, or if you've got a really busy job, or mm-hmm. or you know, if you're going through a really stressful time in your life yes then going to the gym and doing a really intensive workout is probably the last thing that you your body needs yeah because your cortisol levels which is the the stress hormone is all it's already you know on hyperdrive all day okay and then you go to the gym and the thing with the body is that it can't tell the difference between a physical stress and an emotional stress. Oh, it's really? Just, it's just stress. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So 
we're designed to have really short bursts of, you know, of cortisol and adrenaline release because, you know, when we were cavemen, we needed that to run away from the tiger that was, you know, chasing us. Yes, I'm still running away from the tiger in (laughs) real life. But but in today's life, (laughs) like people are operating on that level all the time, every day. It's exhausting. This explains a lot. So much energy coming out coming out, and then it's just collapse. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, yeah, so, you, you you know, you will, you start to get into what we kind of refer to as this like wired but tired zone. So mm. you're wired in that, you know, you're, you know, you are, you're running on adrenaline because it's the only way that you can get through your day because you're actually exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been doing this. You've not given yourself a chance so to reprieve. Long. Mm. Yeah. That's like the other night. I'm lying in bed and I couldn't get to sleep. My brain was like on fire. I'm going, yeah. go to sleep. This is not, you need to sleep. You need to sleep. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I can deal with this, right? This is a job for me. This is something I read recently. I was like, great, Very that good. works for me. The tomorrow of tomorrow, that's hard to say, can deal with <laughs> all those things because lying in bed, you're not fixing anything. You can't call anyone. You can't do any work. Yeah. So. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. Correct. Yeah. But it take you know, that takes practice. That does take practice. And I think another good exercise, I don't know if you have been doing this as well, but is to, you know, have a, a notebook or a piece of paper and pen, you know, on your bedside table to just brain Write dump. It all just down. brain dump. Just get it all down and go do your little to do list, top yeah. three, what am I gonna do tomorrow? And then go let it go. And then let it go because <laughs> let it's on it that go. paper. It won't be forgotten. Correct. I think that's the yes. idea, isn't it? Like I'm not going to forget that if it's there. And how oh many God. things in the middle of the night seem super duper important, <laughs> right? Don't yes. they? They're like, yeah. this is like I almost feel like I need to get up now and start doing it. That That's how important they feel. Yeah. And then you wake up in the morning and you go, one, I can hardly even remember what that was. And two, yeah, that's not important at all. I know, taking the compost out, like boring. Like, (laughs) who cares? So, yes. I get it. I get it. And so this all – I was interested to know this about you, that it all kind of began a lot of this inspiration for wellness with you, is you had about – when I say bout, it's probably quite long-term when you have glandular fever, right? Mm. Uh, that's kind of come out of stress and things like that. Can you tell us a bit about yeah, sure. that whole story? So, so I'd actually had glandular fever as a as a teenager and that was probably the kind of glandular fever that most people get in that you're quite sick but it's, you know, it's short-term and, and okay. you know, you, you get over it. But what people might not know about glandular fever is that once you've got it, yeah. The virus stays stays in your body. In most people, that'll that'll just be dormant and and it doesn't really you know raise any problems. But you can get the perfect storm of conditions mm. that will reactivate it, and that's basically what happened to me. So I was in a very stressful, you know, corporate job. Was working you know, around the clock, high pressure deadlines, mm. all of that that I'm sure all most people can, can relate to, you know, and then on top of that, going to the gym and having a very, you know, active social life and just just put, just put burning the candle at, at both, both ends. ends did you, can I just ask, when you were a high-flying businesswoman, did you wear really, like, <laughs> exciting outfits? 
as in my business corporate, because I loved that. I, did, wearing yeah, that. I, did, I should dress I up like I was dressing in a costume every day. Yeah. 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 Like a little suit. Yeah. And then I'd walk down the street being like really mindful, like, yes, I'm a corporate person. Gross now, though. Like, I don't want to be. High heels? Yeah. High heels. I every would, day. I never wear high heels anymore. No. So how we, how do we I, do that? Yeah. I look at the heels that I used to wear and just go, are you serious? I know. And I wore that all day. They did look good, though. Amazing. Oh, they looked great. Amazing. I mean, I couldn't walk by the end of the day. I know. And I reckon I've got – if I try them now for whatever reason – Within an hour, I've got a sore hip. There's all oh, sorts no, of I stuff don't. going like, on. Oh, no, I don't. Like, I can't. I yeah. put heels on and it lasts about two minutes it's and then bad. I go, that's that's fine. I'm moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> where, are those, where are those flats? I know. Give me the old flats. I love the flats. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes, yeah, so we digress. Uh, so, yeah, business world, crazy stress. Yes, and so, and yeah, then... it, it basically just reactivated this, this glandular fever. Oh, no. and, and what was happening is that, well, apart from being just unbelievably fatigued so I would literally get home and crash on my bed and fall asleep yeah like don't worry about dinner don't worry about anything like you know I was just that I wouldn't mean to I just would yeah I was that tired that's crazy and would wake up just so exhausted and just emotionally oh you know everything felt overwhelming and and like I just couldn't couldn't cope wow and then on top of that I had all of these like sinus infections and you know like you know cold and flu type type symptoms and I'd be off work sick for a week and then I would you know been off for a week like I've got to go back and yeah so I'd go back and I'd maybe last five days and then I'd be, Heaps of time be off. Yeah. back again. And, yeah, so I went through all of my sick leave and all of my holiday <gasps> leave. Being sick. Just being sick. And, and that happened for two years. Oh, wow. That's a long time yeah. to put up with it. Yeah. And, in heels as well. You know, and I think, that, you know, a lot of people can probably relate to this in that, you know, I, of course I was going to see – you know, my doctor and, um, you know, and I had all the tests and, of course, everything comes back. Oh, you're perfect. Oh, like, glad you say that because yeah. what is that all about? Because I've done things like that. Like I'm like, I'm feeling not great. You know, I'm going to get my bloods. It must be iron or it must be something. It comes yeah. like, no, you're fine. I'm like, no, please tell me something that I'm not fine because I don't feel fine, you know. Well, so, clearly you're not, you know. Yeah. Well, certainly in my situation it was like I, I am clearly not fine. Yes, like, you were definitely yeah, <laughs> Do you know what on the I mean? radar like, of not fine. It's like, no, this is not, you know, like I'm, I'm clearly really struggling here and something is, is really What's not going on? Not okay. Tell me, yeah. But that's where it's what I was talking mm. about before, where these these reference ranges, it's not always what you really necessarily want to aim for. So so that's why some, you know, naturopaths can often find more more in that perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Well, that makes sense now. Now I have to – well, I'm reassessing things. So, you know, I strongly urge people that if they are told, you know, oh, your results are all fine, always go and get – if you second don't opinion. feel like that's the case, go and get a second opinion because, mm. you know, you shouldn't – you don't need to just settle for that. That's, you know, if you don't feel like you're right, then then trust that and, yeah. and go, and, go and get that looked <gasps> at by someone else. Yeah. So is that what you did? Did you eventually get a second opinion? Well, no. Basically, it was more that that no one no one had any answers. So I think I always had a, an interest in natural medicine, and and I think that that's what was was also really interesting is that I 
thought I knew a lot right. about how to heal myself and look after myself right. and um, you from know, reading books and stuff. Yeah, and reading books and you know, Doctor Google and and all of those things. I can that, do this. How hard can do? it be? Yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> just buy some online pills. Um, but wasn't wasn't getting any better. And basically, it just got to the point where I was like, "Well, I just need to. I need to leave this job." You know, you can imagine the guilt that I felt in not being able to perform my job. Yeah, like of course. You know, what and that was just adding. Was that was adding to the stress. I used to be the the publicist at, at Channel Nine. <gasps> yeah, that is so a, it was full a great on job. job. It was a great job. Though. That would be really, high really pressure, good. right? Yeah, it just was. Just because I guess media is is twenty four hours a day. Like yeah, it doesn't actually really stop. <laughs> no. So you know, so you, Gee, yeah, you could be working. Lady. You worked weird hours, basically. Yeah. So and you'd always do your nine to five, but but you were highly likely to do work outside of that so I was often doing like needing to go to say breakfast radio for, yeah to take celebrities for interviews sure I was gonna say sort of there'd be like eventy things and meeting lots things and, and lots and lots they'd be like Kelly where events. are you we're gonna wrangle this famous person please yeah and you'd so step lots, in and- yeah lots of events and that's the thing so it was really really fun mm. But it was exhausting. I can imagine. Like it, just, it just took its toll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lady, well, haven't you taken a left turn <laughs> so, at yeah. Happy Street? Woo! So in the end, I just decided to um, to sort it out myself. So I, I left my job and went to uni and, and did my degree in naturopathy and wow. basically healed myself and, and has just completely turned my health around. Like wow. I have never felt better. Oh! <gasps> Really? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You do always look bright, I have to say. Like, <laughs> Kelly has great skin and hair and eyes that just, it's very, you're a very sparkly person. Oh, thank you. Must be all the drugs. Good ones. Oh, the herbs. <laughs> the herbs, not drugs. I shouldn't say drugs on this show. It's herbs, herbal stuff, good stuff going on. Legal herbs. Did you legal find herbs. legal herbs? <laughs> Herbs, of course. What are you talking about? Was it hard just going back to leaving one job and then taking on something completely different? Was that really yes. hard to go, am I really doing this? Am I changing my career path? Because taking that jump, I think, is A, scary, B, very brave. Super scary. But sometimes you just got to do it. Did you know instantly once you did it that you were like, yes, this was the right thing to do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I'm going to get a little bit woo-woo on you, but I I really think that sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, the universe or life, whatever, but when when you're not on the right path, I think that if you don't listen to your intuition, you might end up in my position where, where... Life is going to force you, basically. That's exactly right. I yeah. truly believe in that. The universe is telling you something. Come on. Yeah. If you're yep. not going to listen, it'll it'll make you listen. Yes. And and that's that's what was was happening to me. You know, when I first got into the film and television industry, you know, I I absolutely loved it. But I have to admit, by by this point, like that passion had really died. I did just find it really exhausting, mm. and I was honestly just more interested in health and and wellness and I used to spend my spare time reading books about herbs and you know and I thought <laughs> legal ones and legal ones <laughs> and I thought that's kind of te- that's kind of telling you something I mean who would yeah. do that like and find that interesting <laughs> and go wow morning primrose I had no idea and combined with nettle skin and cat 
what's that, a cat one? There's cat a cat. Nip. Yeah, thank you. Cat nip, not cat nip. Yeah, cat really helps your headaches. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I did like I read like a whole book just on ginkgo biloba and, oh and, and was like totally entrenched in it. And it's I just went, dedicated. that's, you know. Yeah, that that's telling me something, and but of course, you know, you've all we've all got to pay bills, and yes, it, it really seemed Selfish. impossible to uh-huh. to be honest. It, it did seem completely impossible. How on earth am I are going to do this? You know, I went and saw like an accountant, and you know, they were all like, "Oh my gosh, you're going to be in so much debt." You, you know, don't 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 do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Were you married at the time, or were you by yourself? Is this before you? I, I wasn't so I um I had just met my now my now husband, husband. and massive shout out to him because oh he really was the the turning point um because by this stage you know I I was probably in tears most days just going I just I can't you know I can't yeah. do this anymore and bless his cotton socks, he he just said, "All right, well, let's just make it happen." And we did. And I you. tell you what, we are a very, or we can be, not everyone, but we can be real consumers. I think that this this was a really awesome exercise for us on sitting down and really truly establishing what you actually need so we downscaled on a massive scale so we sold you know we sold a cut you know a car and we basically just sold off everything that we we possibly could to to get some money behind us to simplify your life simplify our lives support me you know through this because obviously um you know wouldn't be Yes. earning the income funding a little bit there yeah. For you. yeah but it was actually really really liberating like even just that in itself yeah decluttering um, your life did you feel absolutely it was great once you got rid of stuff that you realized why did I even need it in the absolutely. first place because I can clearly live fine without absolutely. you know yeah. a thermomix or a whatever yeah absolutely and I, th- I think the second car was probably the biggest wake-up call yeah because you know, yeah, you always feel like, oh, no, we need a car each. But, you know, we sold the car and, and I mean, so what? So we caught the train or the bus. In, we both were, were going into town every day at the time and it was fine. Yeah. In fact, it was actually enjoyable because yes, you have time. we had time. I love that. I could sit on the, the train or the bus <gasps> and read that? a book, listen to music, talk to a friend, you know, like it was actually, again, Actually, really liberating. It's so true. I caught the train yesterday. Listen to me. I caught the train. Do you believe it? I caught the train, public transport, and it was really good. And Kai goes, "Oh, well, that took ages to get there and then get back." And then I'm like, "I did not mind that. I was by no. myself. I was listening to a podcast, and I just thought this is great. Yeah, it that's could have been right. twice as long. I should have just gone to Goa. I know sometimes you're disappointed that the journey's <laughs> end. You know, you're like, hang on, I haven't finished. This you podcast. are in Adelaide. I'm like, damn it, damn you. No. Oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. I'm going to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of people actually falling asleep and then waking up where they started thinking, hang on, the train's not left, but it's already gone to the city and come back again. And they're like, what? I, I secretly I want that totally, to happen. I can totally imagine that happening. We used to live at, at Old Dinker Beach. So oh, we would live. catch the train, the no longer train, and come all the way into the city. And it would normally be quite early in the morning. And, oh, my goodness, the amount of people 
that would fall asleep yeah. on the train. <laughs> so funny. And watching people fall asleep on trains is hilarious. Like the little lolling of the – especially if they're in a business suit with heels yeah. oh, or not heels. It's mainly the business people because yeah. they're exhausted. Yeah, they're, they're like old Kelly. You're like, that was me, not anymore. And there's like these men, especially when they think that, you know, they're all conservative and they're sitting there in their suits and ties and then they've just got like this saggy old face that's just, just sinking into their chin. And then when they wake themselves up and they well, look they, around – <laughs> and they, pre- true, and they pretend like they weren't even asleep. It's like everyone's been watching you for the last <laughs> half an hour, dude. Come on, Kevin, get it together. Anyway, <laughs> so so true. So you so you came all that way from transitioning through a job, feeling better. Does that mean you can't drink wine? Can you drink wine? Of do you? I, yes, okay. I do. Yeah, no, because I, I need do. an excuse. I, actually... okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to say that's okay. Everything in moderation. 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 Yeah. See, this yeah. is my problem, I think, because I feel like I'm all or nothing. So I have to do okay. nothing yeah. for me to be able to achieve it. I find, and I think that might be a lot of people's problems. Moderation. It's not just having a little bit of chocolate and going. I'll put that yeah. back. It's like, well, I think I need to eat all of that. I think it's a constant work in progress, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you got to be constantly on yourself. Just yeah. okay. Be disciplined. Good habits. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just more, you know, it is it is a constant work in progress and I certainly see, uh, you know, with a lot of clients that, that maybe to begin with, you know, they're like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, you know, cut back on the wine or I couldn't possibly, Aww. you know, cut out the bread or, or whatever, you know, whatever they're food or drink that they're that you story, know, attached right? to. Yeah. But... Just as much as you, you know, have potentially become somewhat addicted to to those foods, believe it or not, when you start to change your diet into a more healthy form, that actually becomes quite addictive in itself. Yeah. But it's just baby steps. You just it's just something that you, you just get keep there. working on. Yeah. yeah. It's you can't go from cold turkey yeah you can't yeah you can't go from you know three meals of hungry jacks a day to oh god now you gotta scan <laughs> green it back. salads and you know yeah there, there's gonna be there's gonna be work in steps, between baby yeah, steps. steps baby steps so i love how you're focused on women in particular what was the reason behind that apart from the fact that you are a woman well one i think though because i can relate to them right like obviously yes it's not to say like i do see a lot of men and and I think that that men have like a different they have a different type of of stress right that needs to be addressed ah. as well. Is it because they think there's one thing they focus on quite intensely? Is this just why I'm basing it on my husband, on Kai? <laughs> you know, and then that's the thing they stress about. And then whereas I feel like as a woman, I'm thinking of about twenty different things. You know, and I'm like yes. trying to achieve them all, and then make sure they're all. Working out and well, you know, you got the kids and blah, blah, blah. so I sometimes wonder if you know Kai's just like, yeah, tomorrow's organising the kids. I'm just going to focus on this one thing that's stressing me out and work that out, you know. Yeah, and I think that that that's what why I really want to focus in on the women because I think that I mean I'm not saying that men aren't, but that women are. It's inbred in us to just be givers. Yeah, we're just. Give, 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 give. And it's all about making sure that everybody else is okay. And, I mean, you basically were just saying that, Mm, that, you know, mm. you're like, oh, I've got to make sure that, you know, the kids are fine and hubby's fine and, you know, you're juggling 
all these different balls because you know you've also got your own life and career and and everything else. But when do you get to do that, Kelly? When do you get to do you? When do we do us? That's right. And so that's that's kind of my real passion now is about helping women to realize that self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. Because you can't show up for your family, your friends, your career if your cup is half full. True. Or empty. Yeah. You, know? you need to be good for everyone you else. You need to be. Yeah, like you know, and I think particularly because I've experienced both, I guess, extremes of this, of, of that extreme fatigue versus now, you know, I, I have quite a lot of energy. Yes. Is that, you know, when you're when you're fatigued and you're exhausted, you know, you tend to be short with your children as in, you know, like lots of yelling and you're, you know, you're irritated and you're angry and, you know, yep. you're very reactive, I think. Is sure. Probably because you're just over it. You're just like, look, I don't have the energy to deal with your stuff to just be yeah so let's say this patiently and I understand you're doing that but why that's okay honey you know yeah you don't have the energy for it it's not a therapy session every five minutes no yeah like you really don't and I and I don't think people should necessarily feel bad you know like it's understandable like that's understandable like you are exhausted Mm. and you're not getting that time out so of course you're going to you know that's going to impact on your yes relationships with with other people but that's why I want to help women to find some balance and and to help them to create a life of ease. And mm-hmm. yes, that is possible, even for us really, really busy people. Yeah, yeah. Because you can be really present with your kids. I know. And that's enjoy a hard one. their company and be patient with them right. and really listen to what they're saying. And you know, saying goes at work with your partner across across the board but you yes but most importantly you yourself just feel feel better yes the presence thing I need to be more mindful and I try and I try and do that but because I feel like I'm rushing my kids all the time I'm rushing mm. them to put their socks on I'm rushing them to put their... but that's me putting the pressure on them like they're just doing their thing right why am I rushing or stop looking at the snail on the pavement like come on like the other day Wolfie was he'd found something and I went to turn to him to do the old come on and I don't even know why I was saying come on we weren't in a rush and I've just gone no let him let him do that for god's sake like just stop you the know, kids telling him to come on the all kids and, yeah and and it achieves the complete opposite yeah. to what you want doesn't it yeah like if you if you choose the come on route yeah then they have a meltdown yeah, they get and aggro. then they're yeah. like oh you know they're not going to put their shoes on they they've stormed off down the other end of the house yeah. they've slammed the door whereas <laughs> you know if if you can stop yourself in those moments and go they're a kid, you yes. know, they're learning. They, let's breathe here. Yeah. Let's just breathe. They're not your assistant at work. What's wrong? <laughs> you know, what's wrong, honey? Do you need me to help you with your shoes? Yes, mummy, I do. You know, and hey, the next thing you know, you're out the door but and then, everybody's happy. <laughs> but then they're like, can you wipe my bum? My son is quite demanding. Oh. He'll be like, wipe my bum! Like yell at me in this yes. aggressive voice. I'm yeah. like, okay, first of all, I really, I'm eating breakfast. I don't want to be wiping your ass. Can you please just learn to do it yourself? But then they, they are wiping bums. Then the next one does a poo, you're wiping their bum. Soon, my, you I know, we'll be old, got, I'll be wiping my, um, hus- my husband's bum. They know all about timing, don't they? 
Oh, the break, the breakfast thing around th- food. Maybe that's universal. That really happens in the poo, well. the poo at yes. dinner or at yeah, breakfast I'll time. literally be just sitting down to breakfast and saying, <laughs> "I get the, the shout out from the toilet." <laughs> shout out and not a fun shout out like not we do on here. Mama, I did a poo. Where's, oh. where's Dad when you need him? Oh my gosh! I was in the shop the other day, and Wolfie had just done a wee, so we'd just taken the trolley, done the wee, come back. We're putting the all the food on the conveyor belt thingy, and then Wolfie goes, "Mama, poo's coming." I said, "We just, we just went to the toilet, right? His toilet train." He's like, "I can't hold it," but I'm like, "You can hold it just while we do this." He could not hold. It. He goes, "It's coming." And the poo, I was like, shit, I had to abandon. I said, we've got a poo emergency. Literally abandon the shopping, pick him up while he's crying because he's devastated that the poo's coming out. And then I had to calm him down, go, no big deal, it's fine. And I'm there like with poo and the knickers doing the knicker poo thing and telling him it's fine. Then he proceeded to just poo for a really long time in the toilet. Oh, they do that as well. Like the longest time. Yes, whenever you're in a really real rush, <laughs> like you, you've got a definite, definite deadline that, that you have to but stick to. You can't to. rush that poo. No, that's when they're like, no. But then, do you get this as well? Where it's they do that and they're they're on the toilet for ages and ages and ages, and you go, so you re- you really do need to poo? Yes, mummy, I really, really, I need to poo. And then it's like half an hour later, they go, actually, I don't need to poo. <laughs> it's gone back up. <laughs> But I just thought about it. If I'm in, if I was sitting on the toilet now, and someone was like going, "Come on, are you gonna do a poo? Hurry up!" I would be like, "Oh my god, no, I can't!" With you standing there talking to me, give me some bees. That's really true. I'm gonna remember know, that next right? time and leave. I should, get, I should give him some reading material. And just here's some Peter Rabbit. I'm just gonna wait out there. Let me know just when I need to do the wipe. You know, I'll put on some audio children's stories. <laughs> They'll be on there forever then. You never get them off. That's true. Oh, my God. Anyway, I think that's the only time I'm mindful is when I'm on the toilet. You just have a bit of a moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a... a <laughs> Not the best place, I granted. Think, I think but that's a man's time out. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, men, men tend to spend some time, time there I contemplating I, life. I want to know because I'm going to ask someone, but do they... Have they done the deed and then they're just sitting there for a long time? Or I is think it's their time out, totally, surely. But physically what's happening there? Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't, we need I don't to know if I want to know. I do want to know. <laughs> I want to know because if, if they've done the deed and they're just sitting enjoying it, that's not, come on, who wants to be sitting over a Normally hole of poo? Oh, um, well, that's right. Yeah, it's a bit smelly. A bit on the nose anyway. I feel like we've... Yeah. Talked about poo a lot. (laughs) That always comes down to poo on this podcast. My whole job is about poo. Oh, my God, amazing. What do you mean? Why is your job? Oh, I'm always talking to people about... Are there bowel movements? Absolutely. How come? Tells you so much. So it's Well, they say nurses say that too, actually. If someone's done a poo, they all go, yay. Yeah. Because it means stuff's going on. Is that sort of a similar thing? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and again, I think this is another thing that is really starting to to be recognised even in in mainstream medicine now, but just the importance of of gut health, really, and, and digestive function and... Good bacteria in there. Good is bacteria and all of that have just got so many multifaceted benefits, or or can be detrimental. So sure, yeah. So I talk about <laughs> talk about all the time. Feel a lot, yeah. I'm surprised I don't have anything else to say about that. <laughs> you should be talking about poo I've been constantly. For days. Obsessed with poo. Yeah, constipation. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, we'll, no, we'll bring that up later. We'll talk about my hemorrhoids in a little minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can now you, that no, because we, we, we talk about that. 
Because hemorrhoids. No, yes, tell me about the hemorrhoids. Well, hemorrhoids are normally, not always, well, childbirth is, you know, sure. a good way to get a hemorrhoid. Yes. Um. But normally it's constipation. Have you been constipated? Well, I don't think I, I don't think I was. And then I've gone. Hmm. When was the last time I did a poo? No, I was. No? I think I felt quite regular. I wasn't thinking about. Oh, my poos have been funny lately. I right. kind of was like, but maybe I was in a rush and I just one out. Yeah, possibly popped it out quick. Like I was again in a rush. Quick poo. Straining. Not a mindful poo. <laughs> Straining. Needed it to go. And then I'm lying in bed. I'm like, hmm, I feel something's not quite right. And and then I'm like, oh my goodness, there's one there. And I've gone, oh no, what do I do with that? Well, this was not painful, which is good. And but then I was like, what do I do with it? You know, do you push it back up there or do you leave it? Is it going to go? Is it just going to recede? Am I living with this thing now? No. Do I name it? Okay, good. Yeah. It's very unattractive. Yeah. Then I showed Kai. Just don't press too hard again. (laughs) (laughs) Or he'll have a little friend. He'll pop out and say hi. But it's just very like, oh, God, what else is weird? I always get weird things going on, like weird random, like a bit of dermatitis here. And here we are oversharing. Here we go. Here we go down there. No one needs to know too much information. Okay, we will. Please help me. There's always weird random stuff. I'm like, what is that thing? Yeah, which is probably better than having. That kind of stuff normally, yeah, it it quite often is related to, to the gut. Right. Yeah, to gut health. So you might maybe you need to to look into that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, you you're right about the poo thing because that's I realised when I was younger, uh, I discovered I was lactose intolerant. I used to be in pain all the time going to the toilet. Like I'd have, and especially if I had like some chocolate. When I lived in Copenhagen, they had these great chocolate milks, like dairy goodness, and I'd have one of them and then I'd be like, excuse me, and then I'd have to rush to them. But I'd be doubled over in actual pain oh, as well. Yeah. And then my mum, this was kind of during the oh early 2000s, when I think, or was that late 90s, when all that stuff kind of wasn't talked about, like the internet had just been invented, let's face it. <laughs> Can you imagine the time? Like, <laughs> there wasn't enough on so Google. So hard to think about life without I the know. internet. It's so weird. Like you could Google lactose intolerance and it wouldn't even pop up. Wouldn't. <laughs> and don't you wish actually. Whereas now. It's like, <laughs> there'll be pages where do you start? And pages and pages. Where do you start? It's amazing. So, yeah, until my mum said maybe cut out dairy, I was like, amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dairy intolerance is is really common, mm. really common. Well, we're not really meant to have it, let's face it, are we? Well, you know, for some people it's the proteins and for some people it's the, oh. the sugars in the in the milk. So, sure. it, you know, it could be either. But, yeah, I think, I mean, our milk these days is just so highly processed mm. and then you combine that with less than ideal gut health and a lot of people are just reactive to it, yeah. Okay, good to know. Well, I'm glad I know that. No one needs. Why is everyone? See, people. I need to edit that out about my poos. Anyway, <laughs> we could probably edit a lot out of poo. <laughs> that's no. That's the good stuff. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you. Can you give us no, one no. hot, one hot tip? Yes. While you play <laughs> on how to cure a cold, Kelly. No, she's how blowing her nose. Oh. No. Oh, what we can do? We're going into summer. That's going to be cold. Oh, allergies. Oh. Yeah. What we can do for our bodies to help us feel better? Like something? Is there some sort of unique tip that you have that 
in general is something that when people are not doing that they could afford to be doing in their everyday life? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> This is the secret, This guys. is the secret. Do you know it is? <gasps> so many people are resistant to it and I, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to maybe change people's minds about it somewhat. Um, but anyway, the, the tip is is meditation. Like, honestly, it mm. is, is the answer to to everything <laughs> you know it, it'll make you calmer it switches off the sympathetic nervous system which is that mm. you know fight flight which you know I think people are so conditioned to stress now that you know I have so many people that go I'm not stressed and I'm like your veins are nearly popping out of your head <laughs> like trust me <laughs> and you're constipated you're stre- yeah, and you're constipated <laughs> so I think we're so on the go now and particularly you know we're talking before about now you know we've got the internet and people are just constantly on their phones mm. or oh. gaming there's no shutdown anymore know, isn't there's it? no it's shutdown cr- it's crazy you're right mindfulness my friend who was recently in india had started this whole thing uh 10 minutes a day for yeah. 10 days and just see how you go so shutting off that means doing nothing so not even just i guess it's meditation one but minute just, yeah one minute so I, I actually do use that and I, I will stop, literally, what, unless I'm in a consult, obviously. But, you, you know, excuse me, excuse me, uh, Amanda. I'm well, I'd actually gonna... get them to do it too. Oh, benefit. Oh, that would be um, good. But, yeah, you know, I will. I'll stop what I'm doing. Everyone, everyone has one minute to focus on their breath. Like, of course you do. You know, nothing is so urgent No, that you can't do that uh so that's what I mean and that's where I'm, I was saying I think we just need to change people's mindsets around it because mm. everybody's thinking about you know it's got to be like this 20 minute oh um, thing you know, we don't have time for that yeah, yeah I don't have time for that I don't want to th- you know I don't want to have these thoughts you know it's too hard for me to switch off my thoughts and yeah. I can't concentrate on the breath that's not for me I think particularly people who um, have anxiety you know mm-hmm. that's really difficult sure. for them but that's where I think it's just changing your mindset of that a minute is fine but just do what you can and it's just about focusing on the breath and what's really great now is that there's so many awesome apps out for this kind of thing yeah there yeah are. and if you don't want to do the the silence or even the music meditation do a guided meditation so you don't have to think because then mm. you're just listening to them your brain is still focused on mm. something else yes they are They're a work in progress once it does become a part of your routine like for me now it's a non-negotiable like just I, I just have to fit that into my day but the reason is because I know that if I do it I can go about my day with ease Mm -hmm. and without the overwhelm yeah so why wouldn't I do it yeah do you know what I mean proven that it works yeah because it it, it works Mm. for sure you know I don't I don't want to be stressed no during my day I want to be calm and the light bulb moments that you have you know you're shutting down that that chatter which is normally really useless stuff, right? Isn't yes, it? that goes and around, they say, repeats and repeats, apparently. Yeah, and it's normally really negative mm-hmm. self-talk as well, which, you know, is not going to benefit anyone. No. When you can switch that off, 
that's when you have really great insights and can really connect to your intuition and the answers for what you should do just come easily like it's not hard like if you've got a major decision in life to make we, we yeah, just yeah. ruminate over it and just yeah, yeah, overthink yeah. and overthink and overthink and overthink and you just don't stop like thinking about until it there's, it's resolved until yeah. it's resolved but that is the absolute most crucial time to actually say you know I'm gonna actually just step away Mm-hmm. from this for a moment distract switch off mm. and you know I can almost guarantee that within that time it'll just come to you what you should do oh, oh uh, yes I should move over interstate or whatever you know whatever you're contemplating but the answer will not come to you while you're in spin out well, you've got too much stuff it's going on to, to let you. it let the good stuff come in right yeah, yeah all the rubbish going on listen to your heart instead of your head that's the key like it's never, ever, ever wrong. Call it your heart or your intuition. Yeah. Whereas the head is often wrong that's because right. that's ego. That's sure. That's the chatter. What you should be doing and la 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 la. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna. That's also. You know. That can be self sabotage. And this is where that naturopathic emotional release stuff comes in because yeah. this is all um, like long term belief patterns and you know as I said like that yeah, self-sabotage all that kind of stuff you need to you need to switch that stuff off it doesn't serve you not helping your people turn it off turn it off do you know what I find quite meditative is is that a word uh is I like it <laughs> well when you look at your kids they're in the, they're so mindful all the time right when you're a kid you're mindful and when they're doing something like they're just looking at a trail of ants and I've done that with my son and you, you know you're just looking at for that five minutes I've done that exercise has been very safe. Like it's almost like a meditation because you're just focusing on something so simple that it actually does sort of seem to reset your mind. It makes you feel, I don't know, it is yeah. good. It's calming. I mean, I think our kids are just such a, a beautiful opportunity to tap back into not only that, that mindfulness, but also like that childlike wonder. You know, like even last night, you know, we were all – you know, again, we've all had busy days and we still had things on the to-do list that, you know, hadn't been achieved yet. Yeah. You know, and my daughter wanted to to play a game with me. Mm-hmm. That autopilot kicks no, in and I was like, yeah, no, I'm too busy. And then I went, you know what? Who cares? Just play the game with so her. So what? So, uh-huh. like, you know, you, you know, I just went, you know what? So what? What if I didn't get that done tonight? Yeah. What if I didn't get that done tonight? Does it really matter? Yeah. What's more important? No, not really. And like we had so much fun. What did you play? Uno. She's addicted to Uno at the moment. Oh, that's so cute. At least that's well, that's quite advanced. That game. Oh, she's loving it. Okay, good. Yeah, it's on high rotation. Oh no. This is not Monopoly. When you get to that stage, I remember my sister being obsessed, and she'd make the whole family play, and I'd be like, oh. I was a, a bit obsessed with ends. Monopoly. But oh, it you takes, were It takes forever. forever. It's a long game. It's a long game. I it, can't commit to that. So I'm like, can we please play something shorter? Yeah, you Uno's, know. Uno's – so this quick. is the hot tip on Uno too. If you, if you want to speed up the game, you're allowed to put down – like if you've got, say, three sixes, yep. you can put them all down at once. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's half your like cards put, gone. Put down multiples. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to speed up the game. Okay, I'm going to do that. That's good. Better than chess, at least, anyway. All right, are you ready to do the G-spot? It's the G-spot. Oh, 
Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Just fun, guilty or not guilty questions. Oh. I might throw one in there for good measure. Okay. But let's start with <laughs> let's start with the hemorrhoid question. Have you ever had a hemorrhoid? I haven't. <gasps> You're missing out. <laughs> You're missing out. I feel like oh my god, I that's feel, amazing. Well, again, maybe so it's lucky. just indicative because obviously You've trained my, your body. Obviously, my work would open me up to seeing many people that have had hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, preventative. No, I see, haven't. you haven't had yeah. them because you, yeah, you've taken something special. Yeah, to, yeah. I eat a lot of fiber. So okay, that helps in the form of keep regular <laughs> of what, what fiber is the best fiber. Fruit and veg. Oh, just the fruit and roughage, a bit of roughage. Yeah, I eat a lot of fruit and vegetables, so, yeah. yeah. Do you eat cabbage-y things? Because I find that that makes me kind of, whore. Yeah, well, yeah, they can make people bloated. Yeah. Yeah, Brussels sprouts is my favourite vegetable. Are you serious? (laughs) Absolutely love them. I had them for breakfast today. Hang on. Hold, what? (laughs) Raw? Not raw. No, not raw. Cooked, but with heaps of butter and salt and garlic, right? No. No. Oh, hang on. Boiled. With salt. No, no, no. I had them had them in the pan and then I just had – um, and then I just scramble up an egg and mix that in with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, really nice with a little drizzle of um, balsamic people. Oh, because that would make it a bit sweeter. Cause when yeah, it, it can do. Then, yeah. Mm, okay. It's not what I had today, but it, I have been known for to do breakfast. that. Oh, my God. Brussels sprouts. Who knew? Yeah, we, re- we really need to rethink our, our breakfast choices. What oh, we eat for breakfast is, is not crap. setting – people up for a very good day yeah i've really been starting to get into um having vegetables for breakfast veggies for breakfast yeah yeah Yeah. because we do miss those yeah with a bit of protein e.g the eggs yeah just to like that gives me a lot of you know a lot of energy sprouts energy equals eggs i mean sorry eggs equals try it try it (laughs) try it out (laughs) try it out that's the hemorrhoid answer damn it i was really excited about hoping you were having hemorrhoids as well Sorry. That's okay. Write in if you've got hemorrhoids, please. No pictures. We want to hear. We want to hear your hemorrhoids. <laughs> what is it? So okay. So you're health. You're a healthy eater. But what's your favourite pig outfit? Like if you got one thing that you're like, oh man, every now and then you just indulge. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, chocolate would be my just cho- my yeah. weakness. What type? Yeah. Have you got a special like a whole giant? Bar of Toblerone. Have you seen them? They're amazing. Oh, I do love a Toblerone. Tobers. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, I'm like anyone. I mean, I'd, yeah, like a, a, an occasion. I'm not a crazy person. I'm not a I crazy person. It's all about balance. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, everyone should eat chocolate sometimes. So, unless you're dairy intolerant, maybe not. Yeah. But it's not too bad for me, chocolate. The solution to yeah. that, and this is, so this is what I've been eating more. Are we allowed to throw around brand names? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should sponsor the show. Yes. Yeah, they should totally. <laughs> right. Who are they? I want a commission. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Totally, uh, but the pa- you know the panna the panna chocolate. Have you had that? No. What? What? Oh my gosh! Go out and buy. Oh, it is it in a fancy? Yeah, I think I have. It is somewhat expensive. It's got like a very artisan in a box. Like, yeah, it's oh, in like yeah. a little box. Yeah, so because it's hard to find good dairy free. But they're dairy free. Yeah, so perfect for you. Okay, you could eat that. I could eat that. Um, but they're really they're really rich. So only have a little. Yeah, you don't feel like you need to. Well, that's probably good. Have a, well, that's yeah, and and they're expensive. So there's that double header. Like, you know, you're not going to sit down. Well, you might. You might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat twenty five dollars worth of chocolate right now. Damn you! I deserve it. <laughs> as long as it's not like you. Sometimes that chocolate has like a stevia thing where it's a bit aftertasty, oh, weird. Yes. But I feel like some of them are perfecting the old dairy. I think so. Yeah, I think that all of those 
things have have come a really long way. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So chocolate. So chocolate thing. would be mine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Ice cream? Are you an ice cream fan? That would have been my yeah. Second. That would have been my second. Oh, I would I say that's my favorite food. Yeah. Which is very not grown because up thing to say. Because it doesn't feel like you're eating. Because <laughs> it just because it's cold. I can um, eat the whole tub. You can keep going though. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing. So we oh. just don't buy it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's we what just I do. don't buy it. Just don't so, buy those things. You know, the only time that we would have an ice cream is maybe if we've you know gone down to the beach or. Right. Something like that in yeah. summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. No, it cannot be in the house. No. No. Get that out of there. Take that temptation away. Take it away, <laughs> ladies. Take it away. Okay. And here's a big one. Have you ever shoplifted? Ever. I'm talking even when you're little or any any time. Oh, guilty eyes. Guilty yeah. eyes. Do you know do you know what? I I have and I th- I think this is the only time. It's the only time that I you can, can remember. remember. But I, I would have been I think probably six or something. And it was back in the days, God, I'm showing my age. It was when, back- they, when there was no internet. <laughs> there, wasn't. There, well, there wasn't. Funny you should mention that. that. So there really old, wasn't. It? Um, but it was back in the days when you, know, you used to have like the suburban supermarkets. Yes. Yeah. So, so it was, it, that was the case. It was in like a suburban supermarket. And I think I, I stole an, an ice cream. But what was really funny is that it was my auntie's shop. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, how old were you? About six. And I felt like I felt so I felt so guilty guilty that I told like I told my mum, like I fessed up. I was like, you know, I had this. So I'd I'd stolen the ice cream and I'd gone like around the back of the shop, ate it. Got the guilt and and indigestion because you would have not enjoyed it because it <laughs> when it told mum, but it's just so like it's so ridiculous because it was my auntie's shop and all I would have had to do is go up to my auntie and say, "Can I have an ice cream?" and she'd go, "Sure." <laughs> so that was crap, but it was the thrill. It was the thrill of it, right? Yeah, it was. And maybe see you- that ice cream addiction—that's where it started. started. And that's why. <gasps> there you go. Maybe you stole a chocolate bar and you can't remember. <laughs> I need, I need some naturopathic emotional release. Oh, no, quick, do some tapping. <laughs> tap, tapity tap, tap, tap something. Oh, now I know where it all started. Wow. There you go. Okay. God, we've we've uncovered a lot here today. I well, like I reckon like there's therapy. more. I feel like, really? Well, that's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh, therapy. Everyone has therapy at the moment. It's a thing as well, isn't it? That is a thing. Do you think it's a good thing that we're all, we're being so, it's not a craze, but it all, almost seems, I mean, it's good. The people no, are talking. No, I think it's good. It is not. Yeah, but it's almost like a trend at the moment to be yeah, absolutely. in therapy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone seems to be seeing someone. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's really good. Yeah. Because yeah. it used to be quite taboo, but now it's like, oh, it's almost Nobody like. Now we've got to let it all out. <laughs> yeah. Which is fantastic. No, I really okay. think that's that's really beneficial. Yeah, as, as we were talking about before, yeah. it's that whole mind-body um, connection. And if you hold on to things, things, it's, yeah. it, you know, it'll come back in some way. Yeah, yeah. like a wart, for example, maybe. Or <laughs> maybe. A, well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, that's like what the, the body diff- works in mysterious ways. This is an interesting question. So, like, for example, if you, you fall over and you hurt your ankle, right, and you've got a sore ankle, that's not an uh, emotional attachment like that's not something that was caused by an emotion right no you're just clumsy yeah yeah that's right so there's a difference between i don't know maybe you were so upset that you weren't concentrating 
And then you fell, <laughs> and then you well, fell over. Maybe, but I've, that's the things that I find. Or even if it's okay, say not something so like obvious, like a broken ankle or whatever. But if you end up from childbirth and having yeah. something, that I would say the cause is childbirth, not an emotional connection. Or am I wrong? Like, is it an emotional something? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, some are some things just because, or is everything in your body? connected to something that's to do with your mind or something that's no, going on? No, not always. Okay. No. Some some things may just be physiological. You know, it might just be that you, you know, it could be genetics. So you're genetically yeah. – and just because – of that as well I should clarify that just because you are genetically predisposed to certain conditions doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to go down that pathway either but yeah that for example like sometimes things will just happen because of you know maybe your diet has not been so great for your whole life and obviously you you know well Mm -hmm. to me it's obvious that yeah your body's gonna fight back you know it's gonna put up the hand and say just just saying hey lady (laughs) listen Stop drinking that wine, <laughs> which I've been very good. I've not had wine since Saturday, which is good because oh, I'm well usually done. I'd have like, you know, I'd have only two days off and maybe have one or two in okay. the evening. So I was like needing to cut back because I was feeling tired. Like yeah. oh, I need to think. Well, I'm busy. Does. I need to be clear. I need a bit of energy. So that's normally the thing that uh, encourages people to stop drinking in the evening so maybe pay attention to this, Mm. is when you realise how much it affects your sleep. Yes, the sleep. Yeah, yep. it really does. And the next day it even. really, really the does. Fuzziness. Well, of course, because you've had a terrible sleep. I know. So, so if you become a bit like me who's now addicted to really good quality sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, uh, you know, it. so now I'm, I'm, you know, my sleep is like sacred and I, I just don't want to jeopardise that in, in any way, shape or form. So. <laughs> no. So if you're waking up in the middle of the night for a bit of, you know, hanky-panky, it's like, no, shut up. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Sacred Kelly time. Sacred space. Sacred space. Move away from me. <laughs> now. <laughs> cotton socks, get out of here. I'm going to think of your husband now when I see him wearing cotton socks. Because you said bless his cotton socks. I can imagine him wearing yeah. cotton socks. Mm, on that note. But anyway, <laughs> so if people want it, Kelly, come and see you. Uh, you're based in Adelaide in the south. Is that correct? Yep, Seaview Downs. Seaview Downs. Uh, can they just check out your website? What's yeah, your website? That's probably the best way to find me. Yeah. yeah. In a vitality. In a vitality and tropathy. Yep. yep. And so that's the that's the web address. Yep. So www.innervitalitynatropathy.com.au. Yep. Or, yeah, you could probably just Google my name. So I better say that I'm a Kelly with an I-E. Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Hansen. Kelly with an I-E and a Hanson with an E. Yeah. Just to make life. Crazy. <laughs> and there's a beautiful photo of Kelly up there. If you check it out, holding a basket of vegetables, which is so because you love them. I love them. I'm going to see, I'm going to look at that again and see if there's Brussels sprouts in there. I don't wonder <gasps> if there are. I don't oh, think there is. Right. Next photo shoot. Next I'll make sure. <laughs> just Brussels sprouts. I'll make sure I've that just would got be Brussels quite sprouts. funny if you just had a bowl of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> That would so entice people to come and see me. I'm sure of it. That's a winner. It's a definite winner. (laughs) So funny. So many people love Brussels sprouts. Oh, they do. (laughs) I don't don't mind them. Like I said, though, with heaps of butter and bad things. Anyway, I want to try your hot tip. But thank you for coming on the the guilt trip and alleviating some some guilt and giving us some tips about how to, you know, be well again. Thanks for having me. It's been really fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Has it? Yeah. You can finish your water now, your special wee water. Passion flower. Passion flower. (laughs) Passion flower. I'm taking a photo. (laughs) Thanks, Kelly. Thank you.